Hi, everyone. I'm Lindsay Sheridan, your host and director of marketing and PR at Imagine MKE. If you're anything like me, you have a long queue of podcasts you're planning to listen to in your phone and not enough time to get to them. So this week, I'm taking something of a break from the usual full-length episode to do two things. First, I sat down for a bit with our outgoing summer marketing and communications intern, Maggie Nowakowski. Maggie is an artist in her own right. She dances professionally with an Irish dance company out of Chicago and is about to start her senior year as a marketing and arts management student. I wanted to have a chance to share just a bit of her story with you and get her thoughts on Milwaukee art and culture as she heads out of Imagine MKE. Second, I'd love to encourage you to go back to listen to one or more of the first nine episodes in this podcast that you haven't gotten to yet, because hearing the perspectives of each of the nine folks I've interviewed so far is really worth your time. A quick rundown, if you forgot, of who I've had the privilege of speaking to so far. On the first episode, Dasha Kelly Hamilton, our city's poet laureate and a brilliant creative change agent. Episode two, Ken Brown muralist, educator, and deep believer in being in the right place at the right time. Episode 3, Brandon Minga, artist of industrial-influenced works big and small, and an eager collaborator. Episode 4, Brian Rott, innovator in theater and dance and builder of new community spaces. Episode 5, six musicians from the band Ruth Bader Ginsburg, passionate activists from Milwaukee, and stunning harmonizers. Episode 6, Kara Ogburn, Artistic Director of Milwaukee Film, an advocate for the importance of film in building connection. Episode 7, Mark Niehouse, President and Executive Director of the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra. We talk about building audiences and a new physical home for the orchestra and more. Episode 8, Sam Ragani, Director, Photographer, a skilled and powerful witness to Milwaukee at large, but especially its music community. And episode nine, Matt Kempel, a tireless entrepreneur building much-needed spaces for comedy and more with an impressive rubber chicken collection. So go check one or more out, and thanks for tuning in today. Please enjoy this mini-episode. Hi, Maggie. Thanks for being here today. Hey, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. So we've had the real joy of having Maggie Nowakowski, who's with us today, as our marketing and communications intern this summer. Um, and she's done really fantastic work for us, added a lot of value, and during a crazy time. So she joined us remotely. Uh, she interviewed with us remotely. Um, we met at a socially distanced manner once. <laughs> um, so it's been it's been definitely unusual, but um, really fantastic to have her with us. So before she leaves us to return to Miami University for school, her senior year, I uh, wanted to have an opportunity to sit down with you, Maggie, uh, learn a little bit more about your artistic background background um, and share share that with our audience and share your perception of Milwaukee's arts and culture community coming out of your time with Imagine MKE. Yeah, I'm excited. It's been an awesome summer, regardless of everything happening. So excited to share. Awesome. So, you know, as at the beginning of my podcast, I asked this question of all of our guests. So I wanted to ask the same of you, um, which is what's an early artistic memory you have? Yeah, so I think it's really interesting. I when I was growing up, I think that I wouldn't have thought of it as much of an artistic memory, but I remember my dad used to watch like old movies and films all the time. And, you know, Christmas is always like one of my favorite times of the year, especially growing up. 
and we would always watch um, White Christmas. And I remember there was this scene where Vera Ellen, well, I mean, she dances all the time. There's a scene in the movie where it like zooms in onto her feet and she's just tapping away like as fast as she can. And I would just watch it like in awe all the time. And I would <laughs> sit there trying to do it with my feet. And I think it was in that like small little moment of the film throughout, I'd be like, oh, wow, she's so amazing. I want to be like her. But that moment I would be like, yeah, I think I, I think I should be a dancer, you know? I, I'm always moving. I'm super, I was always really jittery. Like I was always moving my body, like jumping <laughs> around. And I think that moment I was like, I think this is, this is the right path for me. And I got into, you know, Irish dancing pretty early on and it's really mm. interesting. So I never did tap like Vera Allen, but there's so many like segments of Irish dance that they kind of cross over each other. So it really helped me foster this the energy that I always had of movement into an interesting and artistic realm that I'd never really thought about before. Um, so share a little bit more how you came into Irish dance and how big of a part of your life that's been over the past many years. For sure. So it's actually interesting. So I was a part of the, it's Chicago based, but they have a, a huge presence in Milwaukee and Madison. It's the Trinity Irish Dance Academy. And I joined because my my sister's like best friend at the time, I was four years old. She <laughs> was dancing there and I did this little class workshop where it was bring a friend to class. And of course my sister was asked to go, you know, they were best friends. But I being the little sister that hated missing anything, was like, I wanna go, I really wanna go. And my mom begged my friend's mom like can Maggie please just go do you mind she's like yeah of course like I don't mind I don't even know why you thought it would be a problem so I went in and it was like it was so interesting I don't know why it just came so naturally to me I was like fascinated I just started doing everything they were doing and and I remember I came out of it and my mom said I was just like doing the steps over and over like the one little step they had taught me so she was like you know let's just, let's just sign her up for a class. And from there, it just kind of exploded. I was just, I don't know what it is. Like, I really don't, but it just started to come to me, like the movements, the rhythm. And I just started picking up on everything and I just kept going. And then, you know, it went from a really like athletic, competitive sort of situation. I was doing, I was traveling, I was Mm. competing to like, I, I started high school and I started doing performances and I think that's where I really found like a new appreciation and love for the art form because it, it was taking a toll on me, like doing all the competitions, traveling so much. I still love traveling for performances, but it was just something about connecting with people using the art form that when I got into high school and up until now, I've had the opportunity to travel around for that and be on the stage that I just really loved. So... Uh... As you mentioned in your story about starting with dance, you're from the Milwaukee area. So I'm curious, what makes you proud to be from Milwaukee? Yeah, I think a little cliche, but it's definitely the people in Milwaukee. You know, I've always just, when I was younger, my grandparents, some my one side, they lived in South Milwaukee. And my grandparents on the other side, they just lived I, I say West Milwaukee. That's not really a thing. That's not what it's called, but I'm always saying that. Um, just like the <laughs> Western area 
of the city and I'd always be going down there and then dance. I had my studio in the third ward and I think I just, I loved being in the area so much and each of the people now that I've grown up, um, I've, it's just so interesting, you know, going down. I swear I, I run into somebody every time I'm walking around. Small I walk. Somebody I know <laughs> it's just so, it's so real. And it's, I mean, small Wisconsin, but small walkie is just even smaller and tight knit. And I just, I've always felt so passionately about Milwaukee and it's so interesting. I feel like everybody I run into feels like the same way. And I think it's that energy that just like makes me so proud. You can see that people really care about the future of Milwaukee and what it will look like and how it impacts the the greater community of Wisconsin and everyone that is involved. And I just always felt really lucky to have that sort of you know, mm. network of people to surround myself with and that sort of optimistic mentality, mm. and, you know, passion for the greater community. If you had to describe Milwaukee in just three words, uh, what would they be? For me, I think Milwaukee's overlooked and I definitely think it's very vibrant. And like what we were just saying, I think it's pretty small, even though it's big in the sense of other areas, it feels small. Mm-hmm. In your in your work with Imagine MK, what's one thing that you learned about Milwaukee's arts and culture community this summer that excited you or surprised you? Yeah, you know, there's a couple of things. It was really interesting because I thought I knew a lot about Milwaukee, but it's real, and I'm very connected within like the arts and things like that. I'm very interested in it, but I really didn't know that much about like the Milwaukee arts and culture community. I mean, I think about it and it was like, all I would do was go to the Milwaukee Art Museum as a, a kid, you know, with school, <laughs> but I wasn't really like diving deep into other areas of the Milwaukee art scene. So, I mean, I was definitely really excited and surprised about like the amount of murals in Milwaukee. Like mm. I know I've seen them, but I never really realized how many like were all over the city and just in random places. And I think I really like public art and things like that. So I really loved that and seeing how that's become vibrant. Um, and then I also thought it was really interesting how I didn't even know this is not, not necessarily a great thing. Well, I wouldn't say it's great, but I didn't realize that Milwaukee was literally the lowest state in public funding for the mm. arts. I had no idea. And that was just really interesting to find out and yeah. kind of eye-opening in a sense that I just didn't even realize that. Um, and I guess that kind of really changed my perspective on like what I see for the future of Milwaukee in many mm -hmm. senses, so... On that note, what do you hope for the future of Milwaukee? Based on this experience, what do you hope for the future of the arts and culture community? Definitely. So throughout this whole summer with Imagine MKE, I feel like something that's been starting to just really build inside of me is this sort of need to keep Milwaukee connected in, in the best sense. I mean, throughout this whole pandemic and um the changes in our lifestyles I've seen throughout my work with Imagine MKE, how the arts and culture community can really support and uplift one another. And I think that's super important for that um, industry that we're super involved in, but also just Milwaukee as a whole. 
I think that in the future, I see so much, so much potential for Milwaukee. And I know I was just talking to an old friend who he was saying how he wants to see, he's going to make a difference in Milwaukee. You know, he's super dedicated. He wants mm-hmm. it to be the best it can be. And I, and that kind of goes back to how I was saying like the passion behind the people in the city. And I think, you know, throughout this summer, I've really seen how, I mean, imagine MKE for sure. You know, you say we're the conveners and I've really seen that. And I've seen how, you know, small or arts orgs can really team up with each other, support one, one another and make a difference for this community. I think that we shouldn't be going about it alone. Um, everyone connected is so powerful. And with that, you know, Milwaukee passion, I think we can really change the scope of what the Milwaukee art scene has been. And, you know, Milwaukee as a whole, just really shape it into an even more vibrant and prosperous city moving forward. I love it. Uh, Well, thank you so much, Maggie, for sharing more about your Milwaukee perspective. We've been lucky to have you with us this summer and um, lucky to have you so dedicated to the future of Milwaukee as well. Of course, it's been seriously such an eye-opening journey and I feel like I've grown so much from each of you um learned a lot about myself through strengths finders sorry just little plug to Lindsay she does these cool strengths finders (laughs) that I just loved learning about um so it's really been an awesome journey for me and I'm so glad that I'm fortunate I was able to spend an interesting summer with all of you guys oh thanks Maggie Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe by searching Arts Forward MKE on your favorite listening platform or go to imaginemke.org slash podcasts. Stay tuned for a new episode next Thursday. Also, be sure to check out our other two podcasts, Imagine This Podcast and Black Imagination, and follow us on social, on Facebook as ImagineMKE, and on Instagram and Twitter, we're at Imagine underscore MKE. Special thanks to musician Kulla for the use of his song, cultivation revelation which you're listening to now be well friends <laughs>